Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That I really, I really do think a, a lot of that uh, anger comes down to. Uh, just just comes down to the fact that I gotta pay your ex. It's personal. You gotta pay your yeah, ex five, you pay ten your grand ex. every month. That like, sucks. Fuck. That, that sucks. sucks. That one. <laughs> that was. That wasn't in the contract. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Watch Time. Is today we're gonna be talking through a whole bunch of fun topics, mainly YouTuber relationships. We're coming back, checking back in with Elon because I feel like every week now we got to at least check in with him because he's probably done something else completely insane in the past seven days. But uh, yeah, we're starting off today with uh, a little bit of drama that's kind of taken over the YouTube space in the past uh, week, which is between Rice Gum. And his ex-girlfriend. Now on to my sister Grace to explain. <laughs> yeah, so I think basically if you've been following along Twitter and social media the last week, you would have seen that there is some serious drama brewing between Rice Gum, who's a very popular YouTuber. He's got over 10 million subscribers now and his ex-girlfriend, Abby. So basically the backstory on this is that Rice gum for many years now, you would you would say, right, Elliot, has been a very popular YouTube creator. Well, he, he was. Started, he started. I feel yeah. he hasn't done anything for two years, but yeah, go ahead. But he's still got the numbers to yeah. back it up for sure. Yeah. Anyway, he has previously started dating this girl, Abby. And I believe that she, when they first started the relationship, didn't have a huge following of her own, was trying to break into the social media scene in LA. And um, and obviously like when no she started, following. yeah, when she started dating Rice Gum, her following obviously blew up. They have since broken up, but it has now come out that Rice Gum revealed that he asked Abby to sign a contract at the start of their relationship, basically saying that he is entitled to 10% of whatever she earns for the next, we're not quite sure how long period, but probably as most of these contracts go, it could be anywhere between two to five years. Yeah. She has since bounced back saying that the contract was ripped up. It's not valid. He's then come out with the receipts showing the contract that she did sign. Yeah. So I think this is obviously a pretty unique situation, but I think it leads onto a much bigger conversation around YouTube relationships, social media relationships, how toxic they can get if it all goes wrong, but also how common this situation is. So many creators, I mean, so many of our friends have started dating people that previously weren't doing social media that over the course of their relationship do. And because of their association or because of the fact that they're instantly getting amplified by someone with a huge following, they're able to grow very, very rapidly, more so than probably they'd be able to do if they didn't have that kind of kickstart. And yeah, so today I think we kind of want to unpack the implications of that, whether or not we think it's right or wrong. And yeah, that I guess what are your first, when, when you first saw all this going down, what was your initial reaction? I mean, look, I think the interesting place to start on a topic like this is 
the contracts just in general like like talking just generally about the concept of these contracts where you have like you sign over a percentage of your future revenue uh to someone in exchange for like an initial boost or help breaking into the scene or an exchange of yeah. some kind of you know service and i mean i, I think the the place people probably have heard about these most often in the past is stuff like uh you know like with the tfu phase contract right where you mm -hmm. know when you join phase clan and i think this is a thing for essentially every single member in phase clan you agree to sign over a percentage of your revenue like say 15 20 percent of all revenue you make across brand deals youtube everything like twitch everything like that yeah um and, and i believe it's even I, I don't know if it's in perpetuity like for your entire career but I it's think it's, it's for a long, long time. Like, even if you leave phase, it doesn't mean that that immediately cuts to zero, I don't think. No. Um, but yeah. But, but And the theory behind that is that when you sign on to one of these organizations, and it might be phase, it might be team 10, it might be really, these are very, very standard management contracts. Like what you yeah. would generally see if you sign on to management or you sign on to an organization, something like that is that you sign on when you're relatively small or you're smaller than what you anticipate you might become through being part of this organization or group or whatever. Through being part of that group, you get a boost that you could not have got by yourself. And because of that, or because of the investment that that group might be putting into you, either by shouting you out on big platforms, giving you more exposure, investing in your content, helping you grow faster and bigger than you could have without them, then they're entitled to make sure that they recoup on that into the future. Basically, they're taking a risk on you up front. Um, and if and it you'll pays off, over, yeah, then and both parties get to benefit from that in the future. Yeah. That's the theory. It's, and you're th signing these over... contracts are not... Yeah. Yeah. You're signing over 10% of your revenue in perpetuity. And you're basically banking on the fact that your channel is going to grow more than 10% like than it would have if you hadn't signed with that group in which case it's a win-win if they succeed in growing you by more by an amount 10 percent higher than what you would have got if you went solo then you've benefited from that because sure you're signing yeah. over 10 percent of your revenue but your overall size has grown so much more that you're coming out ahead from that scenario it's the whole like growing 100%. the whole pie bigger rather than just your slice of the pie so yes. which is you know a pretty old thing now i think the interesting thing about these contracts is the most common one you obviously hear of are ones where it's kind of like signing into a YouTube network or joining a group like FaZe. But the interesting thing is these are actually a lot more common, I think, in the YouTube space than most people realize. The time where the public actually hear about them are kind of when a relationship goes sour and then someone uses mm -hmm. it as like leverage to like try and turn the public against someone, you know, like with the Tfue FaZe one, um... With, Team 10 you know, came up with a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I was going to say, I think probably the most high profile one up till now was all the Team 10 contracts. You know, you had basically uh, Jake Paul who had the Team 10 group and he would kind of look at YouTubers in the space. He'd say, hey, you got 10,000 subscribers, but I love your content. I think you got a great personality. I think you got tons of potential. Come join this thing. If I just give you a little bit of a boost because so much on YouTube, there are so many talented people out there. But man, it is so easy to get buried in the YouTube algorithm. You can be out there putting out incredible content, being an amazing personality. And sometimes all you need, you, you can be sitting at that level where you're just stuck at like 10,000 views a video for years. And then you just get one little boost from a big channel that drives some momentum behind you. And bam, the algorithm picks you up. You'll shoot off. 
that was the whole concept yeah. behind Team 10. It was it was that uh, Jake Paul looked out. He was like, okay, look, you've got good potential. I like your style. I like your personality. I like your editing. Come with me. I'm going to give you that boost and you're going to skyrocket. But in exchange, I get 30% of your future channel revenue, which is, uh, which at the time, I remember when this came out, it's a weird thing. It, it sounds dirty, I guess, if you're looking at it from an audience perspective. But from yeah. a business perspective, it's it's actually something that makes sense a lot of the time from both sides. Like you're a channel yeah. stuck at low viewership. You want to break into that next level. This is the way to do it. Why would someone do that for free? Unless they're your friend, which Jake Paul wasn't these people's friends. This is a business arrangement. They're not. He's not just going to be like, oh, I feel out of the goodness of my heart. I'm going to blow up these people. Yep. No, obviously it's a company. It's a business. That's what you're going to do. It makes sense. And it worked out for both of them. A lot of these channels blew up and got way bigger than they would have been if they went solo. Uh, and then from Jake Paul's end, he actually has like an upside from that in the long run, as well as people would have been It's an videos. investment. It's an yeah. investment like anyone would make an investment in like the stock market or the property market or whatever. It's like you put in an upfront amount and you hope in the future that it will pay off. Yeah. And Jake Paul might have invested in 10 people with Team 10 and maybe, you know, one of them went crazy, seven of them did, did okay. okay, yeah, and two of them completely flopped and never did anything, in which case he's lost money on some people. But he recoups it because he took the risk and he gets it back on the one person that really blew up. Yeah. And so he took that upfront risk with the hope that he'll be able to recoup it later on. But and yeah, yeah but I think you're right. I think people in the public often see these as really crazy and they're like, what the hell? How awful that this person's trying to, you know, recoup on something that they're not even working on anymore. Like it's their channel. They should get 100% of it. When really commercially, that's just not, that. in reality, it's just not how it works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think, I think the really, the big thing to drive home here is just like how you would be amazed how many people have these contracts and do these contracts and in these contracts. I know, for example, though, like obviously there are the super obvious ones with like Team 10 where you join a group, you sign over a percent. I know a lot of big, big YouTubers, one very big, big, big YouTuber in particular who uh, will have it as like a side business where it's like, it's a it's project. He'll go out, he'll identify people he thinks has potential and he'll go to them. He'll say, and it, it, it's not even direct promotion like Team 10 where it's like, I'm going to put you in my videos. It's actually a lot more of like, I'm going to give you like advice on your channel. I'll help you buy the equipment you need to, you know, elevate your game to the next level. Yep. I'll give you feedback on thumbnails, thumbnails, editing, all that kind of stuff. And I will, in exchange, get 20% of all future revenue this channel makes. And it, it's big. Forever. Like, a lot of big YouTubers who I guarantee people are a, a really big fans of do it. And it's and and, and they're me, doing it and not even talking about it. No, and they, they don't make it public. Because, like, because once again, it, it's one of those weird things. Where obviously, audiences, I, I can understand from a really, like, a really, you know, kind of, like, clean audience perspective being like, oh, that's not friendly, you know? But it's like, mm. but but as soon as you move past, like, oh, you guys were supposed to be friends, like we thought you were friends, thing just distilled to a business sense. These are totally okay contracts. It is an exchange of promotion for a cut of the yeah. overall business. It's kind of like, and if I think it's a harsh reality that the audience 
sees the end product of everything that happens on social media, Instagram accounts, parties, YouTube videos, streams. They see it all as like this kind of glorified funnest job in the world where you're literally just having fun and getting paid for it. But the reality is that these are big businesses. The creators that you're talking about are businesses. Everyone has a business and the industry, especially in LA is that's, it's entertainment. It is entertainment. So none of this is happening without there being thought around the implications for all the different parties involved. And so that's when I think it can muddy the waters because it is people's personalities, but their people also recognize that their personalities are a commodity. And yeah. with that means you have to trade commercially, um, which is where I think some of these contracts come about. Yeah, I mean, and and the thing is, I guarantee, like, as many of these channels will, once a relationship goes sour, come out and be like, I'm now stuck in this contract where I, because the thing is, if a relationship goes sour, these contracts suck. Because it's not that it wasn't a good business decision. It's that mentally you now have to deal with like, imagine like you just got out of a really bitter breakup. You hate your ex's guts. But now you've got this contract where you have to send them five grand a month for the rest of your career. This person you hate, you have to send them money every month. It's not about the business part of it being bad. It's about the mental, emotional part of knowing that like you like owe your ex like contractually for an indefinite yeah. amount of time but i but i can almost guarantee in almost all these contracts if you went back and you asked that person would you still have like done this like in a pure numbers sense this 10 percent revenue thing in exchange for the growth you got almost every single one of them would have said yes yeah. and like and you know what you can say you could say for example rice gums x i forget her name um had Abby. Abby, you could say that Abby had the potential to, obviously she's a beautiful looking person. She, you know, had like potential to blow up, but also, you know, there's a lot of good looking people in LA who want to be Instagrammers. Doesn't mean they're all going to make it. The difference between whether you make it is whether or not you get that like kick up from someone big. And ultimately it's paid off for her. She now has over a million followers. Uh, She... Clearly and she has, can commercialize that more she than she ever could that. with yeah. a few thousand. And I guarantee yeah. her by dating Rice Gum for the rest of her career, her her revenue will be 10% higher than what it was if she hadn't dated him. So in a pure numbers sense, she's still coming out well ahead from this whole thing. Yes. Now, where I think it gets interesting, because I think we've firmly established that, like, I think we both agree these contracts are totally fine to exist. It's as soon yes. as you see a YouTube channel as a business, which it is, um, obviously there's a lot of like individual love and creativity. And just because you call it a business doesn't mean that you're like only doing it for the money. But like, you know, no. like these, they are businesses reality. which you have yeah. to make commercial decisions on. You pay taxes. Um, but I, I think that, you know, we've established those contracts are fine. I think, and this is where I think it gets interesting. The part that is weird is they're dating you know it is the first time i've seen one of these contracts in a romantic relationship yeah and i think there is a politically correct way to talk about this and there's like a realistic way to talk about this and so i kind of want to get into that yeah i mean like look i think from the outset and 
once again, this isn't saying that looks are everything in a relationship because they're not. But from the outset, you could say that she, in a purely physical sense, would be someone who, if they were two random Joes on the street, would not normally be in a relationship with rice gum. You know? Okay, well, I wasn't talking about that. <laughs> I'm not going to get into like how each person looks, I but I more mean I more mean look, it's a really real thing in YouTuber relationships, and we know a bunch of people that have been in a similar position. I'm not saying it's a bad thing necessarily. No, no, no. But but I, I want to backtrack. I want to backtrack just yeah. super quick because I think like just okay. so that comment doesn't get misconstrued. My point is. Okay that when that relationship started, I do think, and it would be hard to say that there wasn't, this wasn't, th this probably didn't, you know, there, there was probably some element playing into it of Rice Gum is a really, really big YouTuber slash creator. And that that is an element of the, of what can make someone attractive. You know, like yeah. that was that was an element that played into the starting of that relationship. It wasn't just like could have been, but there is a large chance that it wasn't just I think you're funny and good looking. I want to date purely based on that, which is fine. There's a lot of different things people can find attractive about someone. You can be attracted to someone's success. You yeah. can be attracted to someone's fitness, their looks, their comedy. I don't think it's that a bad thing to thing. say that you're attracted to someone's success, though. No, I think not that's at all. like a pretty I think that's actually like a very primal thing you want you people are attracted to people that they think are doing a good job yep. and are trying hard and have a level of success at like a super primal level i think there's i was reading about something the other day where it was like you want to be physically attracted to someone you want to make you want to feel as though they can provide for you or make yep. you safe so look i think like we can beat around the bush yes i think it can be attractive to be with someone that is successful um, and where that gets that interesting is whether, yeah. and whether, where it gets interesting is whether part of that decision to date that person is you want to leverage that partner's success for your own. And I, and I'm, yeah. and once again, not saying that that played into it, but you can, you could construe that that could have been an element in starting the relationship now, but, it's possible. but, but once again, that's, that's where it gets very interesting because for a lot of people, you know, like, let's say uh, I started dating a fitness trainer. You know, let's say I'm someone who started dating a fitness trainer and I wanted to lose weight. You know, naturally, if you're in a relationship with someone and your partner has skills, a lot of the time it is a natural part of that relationship that you just want to help out your partner, right? Because that's what being in a relationship is. You don't build, like, if I was in a relationship with a PT and I'm like, hey, I want to get fit it would be a little bit weird if my partner was like, all right, that'll be 75 an hour. You know, it yeah. would be, it would probably be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, this is some cool exercises you can do. Generally, when you're in a relationship, there are certain elements that you will kind of help each other with for share. mutual benefit. Yeah, and you'll share and, between. And you take an interest in each other's stuff. It's like if you were with someone that was a really into running and they were like, hey, I really want to help get you into running as well. Like, they would want to share that with you. You would want to get into it. You know, if you see that someone has a hobby that makes them really happy, then then you want to share that with the other person. But yeah, I think here the thing is, is like, obviously she's now massively financially benefited off the fact that she dated Rice. 
Yeah. And she got a platform that she didn't otherwise have that she's then able to monetize. She's now able to spun it into a bunch of other things. She's in one of these TikTok houses now. And that's a reality. And I think for me, I was thinking about this earlier and I was like, let's think about this from both people's perspective. Firstly, I want to take it from rice gum's perspective. If you're rice gum, I don't know, like you might be, you might have a concern that, I don't know. I don't know the best way to tackle this. Okay. So I think the best thing is, is to rewind slightly onto that point I made about, um, you know, like when you're in a relationship doing things to like, just help out the other person. Right. Yeah. Now to preface this, I do think it's slightly different when it's not like, you know, my PT fitness dating example, um, where it's just like, you know, I want to get a little bit healthier. This is your partner building their career around your career. So it is yes. different. But at the same time, you know, if if it's something that your partner's passionate about and you care about them, then of course you want them to succeed. So for example, when Liv comes to me and is like, hey, Elliot, I want to record, a, you know, can we do a playing Minecraft together video? I'm not like, sure, for 30% of the video revenue, because you're going to put my name in the title. I'm like, yeah, awesome. Putting my name in the title will probably get you boosted up in the algorithm a bit. It'll give you a, a growth spurt. That's that's fantastic. Now, that is, I feel like if you're in purely a relationship where there is that wholesome like understanding of, I just want to help you out because I understand this is a difficult space. I think what makes entering into that contract between Rice Gum and his girlfriend interesting is it's it's a pretty it's a pretty sad tell to me at least that I think they both understood at least and you know maybe once again I'm reading it wrong I think as soon as you suggest that contract and as soon as you put that contract and you both sign it it's pretty much I think in a lot of ways acknowledging that your relationship is a business relationship a lot more than an emotional relationship. You know, you're basically acknowledging from the outset that there is a a business aspect to us being together where, or at least showing some kind of doubt that, you know, this person isn't with you just to farm you for your clout, if that makes sense. Mm. See, I could also talk it from an, take it from another perspective, though, where it's like, if you were in that relationship with no ulterior motives and it was purely just because you loved and cared about the other person, then you shouldn't have an issue signing a contract like that because it doesn't matter. Whereas if you, you know. Yeah, but 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 then I think it, it monetized because and this is, oh, man, dude, YouTube relationships are freaking ass. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a big topic. I'd like, I don't know how deep we want to go on it today, but, but see, this is where it creates so many problems because then yeah. it's like, oh, babe, can we like do an Instagram post together? 
suddenly it's like, yeah. Ooh, is that like, is that part of this contract we have where I have to grow your channel and like put you on my Instagram or is, yeah. or is that just something we're doing as being part of a relationship? I don't know. I think things get very, very messy when you start kind of crossing wires between public life, private life, but then you also add in the element of career of both and how, yeah. you know, and, and to self never be a family vlogger. <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, like I, I know one of the, like w one of the like weirdest, hardest things I see across, like, you know, not, not just my relationship, but every, every YouTube relationship I see is this weird thing where everyone's different in terms of how, you know, public they want to make their relationship, whether it's with a YouTuber or not, whether it's with someone who's not a YouTuber, whether it's with someone who is a YouTuber, a lot of the time, yeah. you know, a lot of YouTubers will keep their relationship secret the entire time, or it'll come out six months later, or yeah. some people are like immediately, I'm dating this girl, look at her boobs, like Rice Gum did when, uh, when he started dating her and posted that Instagram pic. Um, but you know, I, I think that, it, yeah, one of the, one of the messiest things is, is when it's like, oh, you know, like, why don't you do more videos with me or talk about me in videos or yeah. that kind of thing. And it's like, it's like, ah, oh, because I live, you, you know, I, I put my entire life yeah. on display on YouTube all day, every day. I like having an element of it, which is just for me, you know? And yeah. I think, and, and I think that, you know, we've got, um, we've got friends who are full on that. Like, I want to keep stuff private. I just don't want it out there. I don't want the stress of people saying, yeah. How are you guys we going? We have friends Why? that are in relationships that have never put anything about it ever yeah, on social they, media. Because they don't want fans messaging, being like, no. uh, she hasn't been in an Instagram story in four days. Are you guys having a breakup? You yeah. Know, like, or also, and, and it also does mean in a lot of relationships, when a breakup does happen, it's so much worse because like, not only yeah. are you dealing with the, like the personal things, you have to suddenly like deal with fans being like, oh, well this person probably screwed over that person. And long story yeah. short, She's making a gold digger. He Ma did this for clout. Yeah. Yeah. Making re like YouTube relationships are already hard to navigate because there can be a disparity between someone confusing you not putting them in your content with you being like ashamed of them or not wanting to talk about them. Where in reality, it can be for a completely different reason, aka just wanting mm -hmm. some kind of level of separation of your lives. But then also, I think it gets so much messier when that person is then doing uh, YouTube or trying to really aggressively grow through their partner, which by the way, just so there's no confusion is not at all, uh, referring to me and live at all. In fact, I, I don't think I've ever really directly been like, go subscribe to her once. Um, but, uh, but like, I can imagine in this relationship, right. It's like, she, you know, she might be like, oh, can I be in a video? Which for certain yeah. partners is just like, you know, when I see someone like courage, do a video with his girlfriend, she doesn't do YouTube. It's just like a wholesome, like, this is my girlfriend. We're going to play Fortnite together. It's lovely. Yeah. Like, it's a beautiful moment. Versus when you change that into doing something like uh, where, you're, where you're dating a YouTuber, that suddenly becomes a, babe, can can we do a video this week? I really, like, I'm getting close to 100,000 subs. I just need a little bit of a push and make sure you put my channel link in the description. And, oh, my God, can we do a shout out for my channel at the end of the video? Suddenly it, it changes that from being. Yeah, um, makes it feel icky. Yeah, it makes it feel icky. You're like, ooh, okay, like, is this like a like a business like if i say no are you going to be mad because like i didn't help boost your channel like your career is your career yeah. i kind of want to keep it set it can get weird but does it kind of back to the contract 
does Rice getting his girlfriend to sign that contract make him feel better about the fact that if that happens, then it feels fair and he's never going to feel fucked over by the fact that she used him? Yeah, no, that's actually, that's a really good point. It kind of, it, it makes it, 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 in a way, you're right. In a way, and I only am just thinking about this. In a way, it does kind of like separate it in a really nice way where you're like, let's not, let's not confuse the business crossover with being like anyone getting emotionally used, you know? Like, because you best believe if it's business, I'm getting paid. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But you know, like, let's not, like, let's not, you know, when that way, yeah. when someone's like, oh, can I be in a collab with your video? Like, it's not like, oh, are you just trying to, like, use our emotional relationship to benefit yourself and your career? It's like, can I be in a video? Sure, babe. I want that 20% of that future rev when you blow up. Let's go get it. You know, like, yeah. it does, like, it It actually, in a lot of, wow, okay, now I'm just thinking of that. I don't know if this is the reason it happened. Like, we could be, we could be fully in a different headspace. That is... <laughs> Elliot's like, live, babe. Live. I got, the the I've got the contract. <laughs> 20%, 30%, I'm worth more. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it, it like, I don't know. At the end of the day, though, I think it comes down to the fact that she signed it. Yeah. And, and I saw on Twitter that she was initially saying she felt like she was tricked into the contract, um, saying that it was some sort of NDA. You're an adult. And that it was in there. I don't buy that. I You're an don't adult. Buy read a that. contract before you and sign it. This this should be a lesson to anyone, um, certainly in the entertainment industry, because I feel like this is something that um, Tifu claimed as well was that the contract he signed then suddenly didn't feel fair. Read your contracts. Get a lawyer also to read your contracts. Get a trusted person to read your contracts because no one will buy that you felt tricked or that you didn't read it or that it was in the fine language or whatever. Like that's why you're signing a contract. It's or, really, also, if you sign it, like, you got to uh, play by the rules. Also signing, signing a contract, getting all the benefit parts from it, AKA the promotion yeah. and the blow up. And then as soon as it becomes time to pay being like, Hmm, actually, I don't like this contract anymore. That's not how it works. That's like, that's not that's how it like works. Going... And that's exactly why the other party wanted a contract because they were probably the ones that had to put the initial investment 100%. in first. It's like going on an amazing holiday, having the time of your life, being like, this is amazing. And then at the end, the, the travel agent's like, yeah, so that was $10,000. And you're like, you're like, what? But I'm home oh. now. You're like, I'm home now. I'm not no, no, no. Still. Like, I'm fine. I don't, like, it was good. It was great. Thank you. But I don't, I, we shan't be paying. It's like, no, you knew what you were getting into. You knew you were going on an expensive yeah. holiday. You knew you'd have a great time and have a lot of fun from it. But now it's time to pay. And I'm sorry. And like, this is why, to be honest, from a commercial perspective, I've always tended to side with the phase, with the Jake Paul Team 10 side. It's like you got what you wanted from the yeah. contract. All these people got what they wanted. They had that investment. They had that blow up. And if they're suddenly then not happy with it, then I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, you know, you you got it, it's like people want it both ways and it just doesn't work like that. And this contract isn't even at that aggressive by the oh, I mean, I don't know. I haven't I haven't read it. I've only like kind of seen the videos to give the top line of it. But it's what it's 10 percent, right? 10 percent. 10 percent is not 
for 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 essentially if because I, I believe before she started dating rice she had 20k followers on insta or something now she's in the millions like 10% if you have if you have 20k followers on Instagram you're maybe making a few hundred dollars if you do a sponsored post people... if you have 1.2 million you're making well into the thousands per post if she's doing an Instagram post she should be getting anywhere from probably between like four to ten thousand dollars USD yeah if I if I was post. if I you know what? So if, I, if I was 10% her... of that yeah it's a lot if it's a ten thousand dollar brand post it's a thousand dollars but you're getting $9,000. It's, it's 10 grand still. you didn't have before. It's nine grand it's you didn't grand have. It's 10 grand you didn't have. Yeah, it's yeah, nine exactly. grand that wasn't in your pocket otherwise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, like for me, that's where I always come down, where I, I'm, you know, and I don't, and and I don't believe in getting people to sign shitty things at all, you know? No. But I do believe that contracts are a really reasonable way when both parties are putting in an investment and both parties are mutually going to benefit from something then it's fair to make that agreement in writing. Yeah. And um and if and if you've benefited from it, then that's kind of what you you know, you kind of got to stick by your word with it. Yeah. That I really, I really do think a, a lot of that uh anger comes down to uh just just comes down to the fact that I gotta pay your ex. It's personal. You gotta pay your yeah, ex five, you ten your grand ex. every month. And that like sucks. fucks. That, that sucks. fucking sucks. That one, <laughs> that was that wasn't in the contract, you know? Like you didn't like yeah. you didn't I mean you probably like you probably could have foreseen that maybe down the line that would be a scenario that could potentially take place. But you probably don't really consider the mental if you've gone through a messy breakup, not a good breakup, uh like the mental aspect of cutting your ex a check every month. Oof. Oh, not fun. Especially the fact that all this contract stuff was sort of brought up and thrown in her face post breakup. Mm. It's like, oh, don't throw that at me now as yeah. like a as as like a threat, you know. And that's yeah, where I think like Rice Gum's kind of a shit bloke and um, loves the drama. And I'm not saying that I agree with him personally. I don't think personally for me i could make my significant other sign a contract like that although a good counterpoint would be is it like a prenup you know and prenups are really common a lot of a lot of people sign prenups and that's yeah. not considered bad it just protects what you earned by yourself before the marriage before you knew that other person and in a reverse way this isn't that dissimilar to that but yeah, yeah i think i think i'm not I think, saying i, I like think the way long the story short acted but i do think like yeah, I think long I long story short, I think we all agree these contracts are in principle fine. And in fact, a lot like a lot of the time, like if I was a small YouTuber and I got given an opportunity to sign over a percent of my revenue for a blow up, I would you should take that. leap on that. I'd be actively searching for any YouTuber who would give me that contract. Yes. Um, yes. Now that is a lesson that I want to give. Sorry, just one second go. on that. But like that is a lesson that I do want to give is if you're trying to make it in this industry or you're thinking about different opportunities that might be presented to you, always be thinking about the size of the pie, not the slice of the pie. Yeah. You are so much better off having 80% of a big pie than 100% of a small pie because your share is going to be much, much bigger than it would be otherwise. So always, always be thinking about your growth potential, be thinking about how much bigger you can expand your opportunities. Because while, you know, I think she should be held to this contract, I also think it was a great thing that she did it. And for her for her career, you know, it sucks that you broke up with your boyfriend, whatever, but for her career, 
she is in a better spot than she would have been without it. So no, exactly. Sorry, I think- did I interrupt you? What was your thought? No, 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 no. Like I, I think you're right. I think you know. Like if you like once again. Don't just sign it over a percent to anyone. Make sure that what they're offering is no. genuine and real and has long-term benefit. But if you can get that, then yeah. honestly, like it is a, like blowing up on YouTube these days is hard, man. Everyone yeah. and their dog has a YouTube channel and wants to make a YouTube channel and thinks that they're working harder than anyone and thinks their content's funnier than anyone. And there are a lot of people, sometimes I'm, I'm browsing YouTube and I'm like, man, this content's good. Like this guy is yeah. funny. And like, but a lot of the time it, it's, it's tough to, it, if you don't get a break, it's like getting that big break in Hollywood. Like, you know, yeah. like any actors in Hollywood would give anything to get that big break, get put in their first big movie. That's this equivalent yeah. on YouTube. It's getting taken under the wing of someone who can give you that promotion. And I think that, so I think long story short, we all agree those contracts are fine. Me and Grace do at least. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, and that, you know, like it, I, I reckon she, I, if I was her, I would enter that contract again. I think that the part where, you know, maybe personal disagreement comes into it is I personally, I'm not going to be like, Hey, live sign a contract because I'm in your video this week. Um, yeah. just because I, I don't know. I, I like, I, I just doesn't happy sit to, right with hap- me. Yeah, yeah. Like great that she's growing. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't think that at any point what Ricegum did is fundamentally wrong. No. I think no. I think it's it's not, but I'm really not necessarily the classy people... move. But no. Yeah. But yeah, it's not classy, but think. yeah. But I'm definitely keen to hear what other people think. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please do let us know in the comments because I'd actually love to hear from people that aren't in this industry how it comes across. Yeah. Um, for sure. But I think before we finish up on the note of crazy relationships, <laughs> congratulations to our good friend Elon Musk who had a baby boy this week whose name is, take it away, Elliot. Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't remember it off the I top of my head. Don't know, I literally don't know how to pronounce this. I think it's pronounced X X A far out. Um, uh, let me pull this up. Oh, what was it? I heard it. It's like Archie. So the baby. So the baby's name is X A E A twelve. But the the it's it's pronounced apparently X Ash A twelve. The A part in the middle is is pronounced Ash. Um, do you guys do you remember when when the Kardashians <laughs> called their kid Northwest, and we were like, this is crazy celebrities have lost it you called you when gwyneth paltrow named her baby apple yeah and everyone was like good lord what is the word coming to this one's actually like so insane though i feel like people aren't even outraged because people are so confused about if it's real or or like what it means so he had this baby with his uh girlfriend whose name is grimes i believe that's not her actual name but that's just her artist name i think she's a musician and this is just, man, Elon is one of those people I just look at and I'm like, <sighs> you are so undeniably smart. You know, you are undeniably but a genius of this generation. But at the same time, truly one of the most bizarre people I've ever seen. Yeah. Like half the time I'm like, damn, you know, like, 
when the when those boys got caught in that cave in Thailand and suddenly he was there and he was coming up with solutions as to how you could get them out with technology and he's solving the Adelaide like electricity crisis and then he tweets shit like Tesla's stock value is overvalued and, you're just and like, he wait, names what? his child this name and I'm just like are you okay mate are you okay? And he tweets that he's going to sell all his possess- possessions. Well, so the interesting thing is, I thought this was a, I-, I always thought that it was like, you know, Elon's like the crazy one and Grimes is kind of like his girlfriend who's a bit more normal and is like dating uh, and is, but, but you know, is like just dating Elon and like maybe she'll be like grounding force for him. Turns out the first two thirds of that name was apparently her idea. She came up with the XAE x-ash part and then elon was like you know it's a sick fucking plane the blackbird let's chuck <laughs> a12 which was the i forget what the a stands the for yeah but it was the it was the predecessor to the blackbird um let's chuck an a12 on the end but like it's not like it's not like elon was like oh let's call it xae a12 grimes was like shit all right far out i guess like whatever man like you're crazy but i'll do it it was like grimes was like they're they're, they're joint crazy man they're like they're like you put two insane I feel people like with money together if i feel like if you were elon you know and and your partner suggested that as a name that's a time as the father of your child to step in and be like babe yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna veto that one. Yeah. It's not it's not the that's move. That's a veto that's a veto card. Yeah, that's that's like the one time in your life. Like if you had one veto card to play, I don't know. I don't want to be you too don't harsh, but make like, your child's on. name a collection of your favorite super ballistic aircraft and math equations, you know? Like I'm not gonna call Apparently, my kid TF2 Fortnite Scar. You know, like my my favorite games and my favorite weapon, you know, TF2 Fortnite Scar, not a name for a child. Okay, (laughs) let's not do that. Um, But just, I mean, like the real thing is, imagine this poor kid in kindergarten. They're like, Timmy here, Bob here, (laughs) XAE Aristonautical 12 here. You know, like. Also, he said that they named the last bit after their favorite their favorite jet yeah right yeah predecessor who to names the their bird. child after their favorite like also who has a favorite jet like, i mean no like let alone look, to name their look, child after that what a, that is you, a, that is a, you do that's have a fucking a weird jet, flex though, if you do have a favorite jet you do it it should be the blackbird like i don't know if you i don't know if you know what a blackbird looks like but man that do be the sexiest aircraft to ever cruise the skies. It is a. But it is a. You could be the sexiest, you know, craft nah. to ever cruise the skies. That doesn't mean you name your child after it. De- no, People yeah, like, but, but that's it? what I mean. I actually feel like Elon was probably in the back seat on this one. It just sounds like Grimes was like, "Oh, we're doing this whole X A E math equation thing," and then Elon was like well, fuck it, may as well chuck my favorite spacecraft on the end, eh? You know, like, they're already in deep. So it's, it's not so like... So apparently they're questioning if it's even legal yeah, to name your child this because it has to be, like, the letters A to Z. But I but I do love that um, it, it's now 
created a, a legal problem that we didn't even know existed before because no one was dumb enough to name their child this. Dude. He is a bizarre person. He's- that Joe Rogan interview he did, I'm just like, what what planet are you living on? Dude, because- he, he looks totally out of it, man. Like, I don't know. If I like if I if I walked in first day at Tesla and it was like, yeah, this is the guy that's running the com- the company, and I had a conversation with him, I'd leave being like, My God, we are doomed. This man is absolutely off his rocker. Get it, like he can't run anything. But apparently, he'd be a fascinating person to spend a day in his mind. There are logical thoughts happening in that brain of his. They just apparently, you know, sometimes you get like, bam, PayPal, bam, Tesla, big success. Then sometimes you get XEA twelve. You know, like you get you get crazy. It's like it's all over the place. Just four other kids that have very normal names: Bob, Tom. (laughs) <laughs> Meet XAA12. Imagine the Christmas card. <laughs> oh, God. He's, he's for real someone I would be fascinated to spend a day in his brain. Oh, yeah. I actually would like, be. I think I would be terrified. I think I would actually be scared to do that. But, um, yeah, you know what? I love I love ending our episodes on our, on our weekly uh, what kind of crazy stuff has Elon Musk done this week. Tune in next week uh, to see when Elon's probably just gonna. I don't know, man. I can't I can't call it with this guy. I just every week it it's something. But it's you so could weird. never you could on never Joe Rogan see it coming. He's you just like so. You're gonna coming. sell all your houses? He's like, yeah. He's like, what are you, you gonna rent somewhere? He's like. Yeah, probs. It's like what? I don't know anyway. whether he, I don't know whether he just says of publicity or what or live. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, let's leave it there, guys. Do let us know what you think about the rice gum um, Abby relationship because I'm really keen to hear other people's perspectives and if you agree or disagree with us. But thank you so much for watching again. We will see you guys next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. 